0: Welcome to the MLB Extras Kansas City Royals podcast. I'm Anthony Kastrovitz, joined as always by Jeffrey Flanagan. Jeffrey, how were your holidays, man? How'd how'd you fare? Was Santa Claus good to you this year? It was pretty good, you know, although,
1: you know, I I see those commercials where uh, somebody wakes up and their husband or wife has this, you know, $90,000 car, uh, dollar car sitting in the driveway with a big (laughs) That didn't happen to me, so...
0: That's just because no one could find a bow that big. That's all. They, they were perfectly That's willing to buy you yeah. the car. It's just that the bow was the <laughs> hang-up. So once they find the bow, I promise things will come together. But Happy New Year to you, Jeffrey. Uh, it'll be an interesting year of transition uh, for the Kansas City Royals. Uh, let's first talk about maybe what is yet to, yet to come between now and opening day. Uh, You have a a column on our uh, website that says Royals still have work to do before the 19th season. I can relate. I got a lot of work to do before the 19th season starts too. But what is Dayton Moore up to between now and then?
1: You know, they're going to be. This is going to sound boring, but they're going to be really subtle moves. You know, they're they're almost right at their peak in terms of uh, where they want their salary cap to be. They might have two or three or four million dollars of spending money. Um, I I still think, and I think Dayton disagrees with me, but I still think they're going to add a couple of veteran arms to the bullpen. Um, that was obviously the weakest part of their team last year. And um, when you're in that transition, as you know, Anthony, you, you have to win the games you have under control. And, and nothing sends a team or an organization back more than a few days than blowing late leads. And the Royals did a ton of that last year. I, I, I don't have the numbers for me, but I think they had, you know, they might have blown 50 leads after the sixth inning. And you can't do that. Even when the Royals were not very good, when Dayton first took over, he always had a, a pretty stout back of the bullpen, you know, led by you know in Joaquin Sorry's best years, and to win the win the games that you're supposed to win, and that'll at least get you to 70, 75, 80 wins or something like that as you're rebuilding. And last year they didn't have that. It was just like you closed your eyes every time you got late late in the in the game, um, and so I think that's one area that they will try to improve on. I don't see much position players. I was kind of scrounging to think. What could they actually add? They might add a veteran corner infielder. Uh, I wouldn't bet the farm on it, but, you know, that's kind of their MO is they'll probably add somebody um, in case somebody gets hurt. And and that's about it. But I think other than the bullpen, uh, look, this is like the, this will be the first full year of their
0: transition into rebuilding right. and they
1: got to what these kids can do.
0: Yeah. That's a, a huge part of it because, you know, you can, you can affect the margins of your roster all you want, and those are short-term fixes. But at the end of the day, your kids need innings and plate uh, appearances, and, and they need that growth period. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I am kind of fascinated. I think a lot of people are fascinated by the Royals really doubling down on speed this offseason. season. They had Whit Merrifield, of course, uh, in the twenty eighteen season. He stole forty-five bags for them, um, but you know they since added uh, Owings and uh, Billy Hamilton and Terrence Gore, and that's probably going to be the identity of this club offensively is just set the base paths ablaze.
1: Absolutely. Um, And that's what you have to do in a big ballpark like that. And I think they kind of drifted away from that philosophy um, in, in 16 and 17 and 18. um, They thought, well, we've got 81 games on the road, so we need to be prepared to try to hit some home runs on the road. That's not who they are. That's not what got them to two straight world series and, and the world championship in 15. They got there because they played small ball. They played great defense. They had a great back of the bullpen. Uh, the rotation wasn't that great, but they did all those other little things, and and they drove opponents crazy um, with the speed on the bases. And and we saw that in the wild card game in fourteen, where they whatever they, they stole seven or eight bases, um, maybe it was more than that. I can't remember anymore. But I mean, that's who they are. That's their identity. And um, I just got off the phone with Terrence Gore, as a matter of fact, and um, that story's going to show up next week but uh they they picked up billy hamilton in the uh, in the winter meetings uh they've already got monesty who a lot of people think is going to steal 70 80 90 bases who knows uh whit merrifield led the major leagues in stolen bases last year was just 45 he'll probably end up fourth on the team in steals this year with uh, the addition of of terrence gore and 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 hamilton and and we know that monesty is going to you know steal a bunch of bags too so they're going to try to be a Elite at a couple things, elite at uh, base running and stealing bases, elite at defense. And uh, as Dayton explained it to me at the winter meetings, uh, you can't be average at everything. You have to be elite in some categories. So the things that you can afford uh, are being elite in defense and speed.
0: Yeah. And, and, you know, the game has gotten away from speed in general as it's become, that's part of the sabermetric revolutions teams have put a number on. Uh, what your percentage has to be for it to even be worth your while. Um, certainly north of 70%, probably closer to 80% success rate uh, to even make it your worth your while. And, and, you know, it's probably not taught as much as it should be. So the Royals will be an interesting uh, kind of a experiment, I think, uh, in the modern game that is so analytically oriented to, to have a team that... that yeah, uh, and
1: Anthony, not to interrupt, but no. weren't they the anti-sabermetric team in 14 and 15 yeah i mean they did everything against the 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 rules and laws of of sabermetric which is you take a chance on the basis stealing you you don't worry about strikeouts they look they were they were uh, last in the league in strikeouts every year for uh, several years they just put the ball in play put pressure on the defense make them commit make them mess up uh, and that's how they won games. They won a lot of three to two, four to three, and it was an exciting brand of ball. I thought. I mean, it was fun to watch. And 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 a Royals official told me the other day. He goes, uh, "You're talking about stolen bases, and you mentioned the percentage is 78 percent. What play in baseball, if there is any, has an eighty percent success rate?" Hmm.
0: No, that's a good, that's a great point. Yeah. I can't think of any, but I, I, I mean, it's, it's like funny, but no I, no, I can't. Well, they'll please
1: do. But I mean, I'm just saying, I mean, when he made that point to might go, that makes total sense. I mean, what play in all the sports has an 80% success rate at its worst. And that's what not even great base dealers at the Royals have now. So anyway, uh, I think that's the direction they're going to th- turn back to. And uh, I think fans will love it again. I think it's going to be fun for baseball.
0: Chris Sale's slider. That's about all that came to mind. When I- <laughs> um, but no, I, I think that you know there, there's a lot of uh, the game's getting really homogenous. Oh,
1: per- how about my percentage hitting a, a last call on uh, a west? Less- <laughs> yeah, well, that's north
0: of eighty for sure. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, you know the game. The game's getting pretty homogenous in, in terms of how rosters are constructed. And so that that's why I like it. Like I, I like you need some clubs to kind of go against the grain and, and to try some different things. And this is an example of that. And the Royals are a perfect, you know, they're in a perfect scenario to do that sort of thing, because as I as we as we know, 2019 is not a year geared towards contention. So let's let's see what this looks like, you know, and I think they you know, it it's tough sometimes to sell a fan base on a product that is in transition. But I think that that's just it's pleasing to the eye when a team is active on the base pass it's something that uh, is is energetic to watch. So um, they could be fun to watch if they can, they got to generate the traffic will be the big key there. Of course. I mean, that's been the big bugaboo in Billy Hamilton's career is, you know, not being able to steal first base.
1: Absolutely. But they want to get back to a motion game. I mean, baseball has become kind of a, a stand around game, the three direct outcomes, you know, the strikeout, walk home run, and and they want to get back to being a motion game. And, I think that's why the ratings were good for them in, in the early years. And um, it's, it's a fun, it's a more fun game to watch if there's a lot of motion and that's what they want, want more motion. And um, I think we're going to definitely see it. And it's not just, can Billy Hamilton get on base and blah, blah, blah. Terrence Gore is probably going to start total of five games next year, but Ned Yost doesn't pinch hit a lot, but he does pinch run a lot. Um, And You'll have that weapon on the bench, and and their analytics people say, "Look, if this guy, if Terrence Gore can have a hundred pinch running opportunities, he's going to steal seventy bases, maybe more." And again, that I made mean, you know stop me in my tracks. And I go, "That's absolutely correct if you just do the math." Uh, and that's if he steals one base, uh, he he gets on base. He's thinking second and third. So um, you can easily see why they feel like he can get those numbers up to the 70, 80, 90, and they can steal 250 bags as a team.
0: Uh, I know you talked to, you talked to Whit Merrifield about this topic. What do you have to say about the Royals in general heading into 2019?
1: I thought he said something interesting at the end of our conversation. Uh, We were talking about the division and, uh, you know, like the Tigers, um, we all know what probably in maybe their first full year of, of of transition rebuild to uh, the White Sox, I think they've been rebuilding for three or four years. I'm not sure. Do you? I mean, I'm not sure what they should be better than they are right now, but now they're in the the market for whatever Machado and Harper. And I think they're going to probably make a move up. Um, The twins kind of in that never, never land too. Um, the Indians seem to be selling off pieces. You're closer to that than I am. I don't know who's going to win the division and why I want a team that maybe comes up with a bullpen and maybe some young stars rise up why couldn't the royals be a sleeper pick somewhere in that division not maybe to win it but at least second or third that's what, what what was saying he goes why are they just discounting us and um of course they'd have to get off to a great start and all that good stuff but um it's interesting i mean i don't know if they have the talent to you know they lost 104 games last year uh can you turn it around that fast i don't know
0: yeah, I, I want to see uh, more of the Mondesi experience in, in 2019. It's is kind of a, a big X factor for them. If, if he's if he's what we saw those last couple of months, you know, that, that changes the complexion of a ball club uh, for a full year. But, yeah, just generally speaking, they like we said, they need the traffic to take advantage of the speed, and uh, they need their young guys to to get their acclimation to the big league level and to, and to take a step forward for them. So a lot of uh, interesting times ahead for the Royals and their fans, and... Myself and Jeffrey will talk about it each week here on this podcast leading up to spring training. Jeffrey, thanks for doing this.
1: Thank you, Matthew.